Prestige listeners, it's Derek. I am joined as always by my friend and co-host Danny Bessner, and we are very pleased and grateful to welcome back to the program returning champion. He's doing this while he's sick. That's that's the commitment that we look for in a guest, uh, in a repeat guest. Mark Ames, co-host of Radio War Nerd. Mark, thank you so much for coming back uh, to the show. Thank you. I just got some, my wife just gave me some tea for my cold. So hopefully my voice will sound slightly better. <laughs> oh, you sound great, man. Absolutely. And as I said before we got on uh, on mic, we'll be offering Mark giving ASMR um, <laughs> tutorings for only $40 a month. So everyone get ready for that. New side hustle, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Mark, originally we of course wanted to have you on to talk about our Ukrainian mom and dad getting divorced. Uh, we'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, but I think since then, the big news to come out of, uh, the Eastern Bloc, as it were, uh, is the death of Russian, I, I don't know how you would characterize him, opposition leader, uh, political critic, gadfly, uh, Alexei Navalny. So, Mark, can you, uh, first of all, t- tell us a little bit about Navalny and, and who he was uh, and why he he became such a prominent figure. Well, I guess to answer the last part of it first, I, who was Alexei Navalny? Um, he is what people made him to be in part, I think. Um, he was uh, born in uh, or raised at least in Obninsk, which is like um, sort of provincial town, sort of part between Moscow and Kaluga. I've read variously that his parents were either liberal or a military family, depending on what you read. His parents own a, a literally own a basket weaving business in the Volga region, a factory that makes baskets for people that like baskets. Um, that's just a little bit of background. He, uh, if, if I, reading between the lines or reading his actual writings, he became active as a kind of Democrat liberal liberal politics in the 90s, or at least passively, uh, at least as a kind of um, comrade uh, uh, to the liberals, because he talked about, and we can talk about this later, and in in one of his last big letters from prison that caused a huge shitstorm among his supporters, he talked about how he had supported Yeltsin, he had supported stealing the 1996 election with America's help, because, you know, it was expedient. He, he had supported all the bad things Yeltsin did. And he meant this by way of saying, we need to go back to all of this if we're going to be honest about anti-corruption. And no liberals will do that. Anyway, moving forward, uh, in two, in, he got involved in like uh, minority shareholder rights. I think he got a law degree. This is sort of in the end of the Yeltsin era, beginning of the Putin era. Um, and joined Yabloko in 2000. Yabloko was the good liberal party. It was led by Grigory Yavlinsky. I believe he's still alive. He's been around a long time. He was the author of the famous 500-day Yavlinsky plan at the end of the Gorbachev era to transform Russia to a 
kind of social democratic market uh, economy. And he was superseded by the more radical liberals. And uh, Navalny, uh, I mean, one of the big things of Yablko was that it was fighting against corruption uh, for democracy uh, and against corruption. And so they could actually go against the corrupt liberals as well as other corruptions. Um, and um, by 2006, Navalny started making a name for himself in nationalist politics. Uh, 2005, I think, was the first year of the of the, of the so-called Ruski March, the Russian March. It was essentially a, a kind of a skinhead, neo-Nazi, anti-immigrant, far-right march that they've held annually. I think they finally were stopped by uh, Putin. Um, that was marching against um, what they called illegal immigrants, uh, basically migrants from Muslim regions and the Caucasus, from Central Asia and the Caucasus. He started becoming an, a co-organizer of that, along with being in the liberal Yablko party.